celebration. This is so exciting to me because it, it's the beginning and it's the ending of things at the same time, right? It's like we've kind of finished something, but we're starting something all in that same season, if you will. Many times we come to these places that I consider to be like milestones or breakthrough moments and seasons in our lives. We come to these places that, to me, they're like... They're kind of like springboards. They're like catapulting moments. They're like times that we long for, that we're ready for, that we're working towards, that when we hit them, we kind of break through something that we've been working towards, and it kind of sets the stage and puts us on a platform to begin moving from a new place towards another thing that God has for us. And our lives are really just a lot like that. They're kind of a series of events and assignments and tasks that God endeavors to take us on that are really all leading up to and culminating in one end journey which for us is actually when we go to be with Jesus in heaven but it's important that we realize that this faith walk that we're on this life that we're moving in it's progressive in nature God intended it to be that way right he tells us to grow in our faith Paul tells us to work out our salvation that means to continue working all the way down to the end point so we're always striving to move forward move ahead break through into new areas and take new ground in our lives to begin to fill out and experience Expand in our destiny that God has created us for. Amen. So if you're new here today, listen, let me just tell you a couple things because, like I said, this is a little different kind of service. But first of all, we believe in this book right here. We believe that this book is the inspired word of God, that it's the Holy Bible, it's infallible, it's never changed, and it'll never change, and it's a living thing, right? We believe that here. We believe that here, and we believe in community. We believe in the body of Christ, the way you see it now, but it just in terms of strengthening one another, doing life together, and as a body, being able to affect change for Jesus in our culture, taking it outside of these walls and making an impact and expanding the kingdom of heaven by seeing the lost one and by seeing lives being lived out in victory as a result of the radical change that Jesus Christ does in their life. We believe in that too. And we believe in the power of God. You've already heard me talk a little bit about that. But we believe that God is a powerful God. He's not just standing up on a pedestal, looking down over this earth, watching things happen. That he is intimately and actively involved in our lives and wants to be on a daily basis. And that if we live a life for him and the destiny that he's created for each of us individually, that there's a powerful, supernatural experience that we walk in that displays his goodness and his faithfulness and his power to the world around us and then that life is the greatest and most fulfilling life that you could ever live it's better than anything you could map out or plan out on your own we believe that here so if you're new I just want you to understand that okay and hopefully that resonates with you but we're going to talk about today I you know thinking about hitting this milestone of one year for our church it's very exciting to me because most businesses and most churches for that matter they don't they don't make it past a year they don't, they don't continue on after that point for a whole variety of reasons, which I won't even get into, right? But the point is, is that this is something significant for us to be able to break through, but we're moving forward into the things that God has that are ahead for us. It's kind of like I said a second ago where you're, you, you, these seasons sort of overlap, but there's these breakthrough moments that are sort of positioned in between there. And it feels like we're, we're kind of coming to the end of one year, but quite honestly, for the last two months, I've really only been thinking about what's ahead and what's going on for the next year and 2015 and how we're going to make an impact in our community and how the people that come here, they're 
their lives are going to be set on fire for Jesus. And we're going to see things happening that no one ever even thought possible. And God's going to be made famous, right? And I'm thinking about all those things that are ahead. So we're kind of coming out of a season and we're coming into a season all at the same time. And your life isn't much different than that either. Right? There's so many things that we're striving for, each and every one of us. We have goals or purpose and, and, and dreams that God's put in us. And so we're kind of moving towards things, but at the same time, we're kind of moving out of things that maybe we've come through as well. And that's healthy. That's a part of life. Jesus, God made it that way. There's a season and a time for everything under the sun. Right? So we're hitting this one-year milestone. And I'm thinking, man, you know, I just want to speak to that in our lives about these breakthrough moments that we come to where it's like launching points. And it's like a catapult where it just kind of moves us forward, propels us with more uh, momentum and energy forward into the things that God has in our destiny that are ahead. And actually, before I show this video, I want to give you the, the scripture for today that we're going to really build on. It's Philippians 1.6. And it says that Christ, God who started, you can put that up there on the screen. It says that God who started a good work in you will be faithful. No, that's not it. <laughs> That's a good one, though. That's coming, actually. I think I'm about 10 minutes out on that one. Okay. Being confident in this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you, meaning God, Jesus Christ, will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. So he's saying, listen, when God breathed life into you, when he called you out by name and he assigned you with a destiny and a purpose, that God has every intention of making sure and seeing through with his power and his grace to seeing that thing brought to completion. We're going to go through a lot of different breakthrough seasons and a lot of different milestone moments in our lives, but God is very, very specific and very, very intentional about wanting to make sure that all of our destinies are fulfilled on this earth if we will allow him to work through us to bring that to pass. So remember that verse, Philippians 1.6, God, he is faithful to complete a good work in you who began it until the day of Jesus Christ. And it's only just the beginning, you know, and I, I love that about God. I just, I love that about him that no matter where we are, no matter what we can say has been done or accomplished or, or maybe even for the opposite end of that, if no matter how difficult things may seem, look, God always has, he's always wanting to work something better ahead in our lives. He's always got something greater out in front of us than what we've even experienced now. Age is, is, no, uh, is, is unconditional to that, where we are in our age in life, that God is always wanting to work a greater work ahead in us and through us than what's already been done. And I love that about him because it's, it's like, man, it just builds my faith. It makes me want to just go after everything that's out there that life has to offer that God wants to do in and through me, right? And so when we think about hitting these, these places and these breakthrough moments and these times in our life that come around, you know, every so often, it's, it's one of those things that when we hit those times, certain things shift, Certain things kind of just jolt us a little bit forward in our, in our destiny and our purpose. When you think about the nation of Israel, as they were moving uh, through the, the desert, headed towards the promised land, the promised land was kind of the fulfillment of God's promise, of that purpose or whatever, if you will, that they were working towards. But as they moved along, 
They had to fight battles. I mean, they had to go to war to get there. Are you with me? I mean, they had to defeat enemies and, and on different battlefields. And they had to march to different areas and different territories to continue moving closer and closer and closer to that ultimate fulfillment of the destiny that God had for them. And in our lives, we're moving forward to this great promise of eternity with Jesus when we go to be with Him in heaven. But we're, we're fighting battles and we're making strides forward and filling out and, 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 and accomplishing the purpose to which God had sent us on this earth to fulfill. And that's a beautiful thing. And when we hit these times and these things shift and it happen, it's like we gain ground in our lives. We take new territory in our lives that we're not going to give back after that. That we're going to occupy from that point forward. We're going to hold it. We're going to possess. In particular, there's a story in 1 Samuel 14. One of my favorites. I preached on this a, a number of weeks ago. And it's the story of Jonathan, Saul's son, who goes and takes his armor bearer and climbs up this cliff, right, to defeat the Philistines. And what's happening here is that the Philistine army, they're intimidating Israel. They've been moving forward. They've been kind of advancing in the area that they've been promised. And the Philistines, they're, they're opposing them. And now they start to threaten them. And they're actually getting them to move backwards and give up ground that they're supposed to have. But more importantly, they're supposed to continue moving forward in what they're taking and filling out their destiny. And how, how many people know sometimes it feels like we actually gave up ground, right? It feels like you, you're moving forward, you win some battles, and then all of a sudden you take a step backwards. And, and sometimes we have to regroup and kind of get our bearings straight so we can move forward again. And that does happen. Funny story, but, you know, I like to, there's this place over by my house. It's the cleaners that I go to. And, and I've been going there for the last couple years. And I just, I'm a great husband. And so I don't want my wife to have to iron all my clothes, you know. It's a big deal. And I just, I see how much she does around the house. I'm being honest, though. I just, I see how much she does. And it's like ironing. I, I mean, it's, you know, no, you don't want to deal with that. So I, I take my clothes to the cleaners. But you probably don't believe this, but I'm kind of particular <laughs> about how my clothes get done, you know. And so I started out this guy, this, this, you know, this Chinese guy in this place. And he's like, uh, I go in there and I'm, so I'm, I'm, I'm counting my shirts, you know. Like, okay, I got one, two. I'm counting them on the counter for him. And I'm saying, okay, now I like medium starch, you know, medium. Medium, not the heavy, not the light. He's like, yeah, I understand, you know. And so then I'm like, in my pants, I'm like, okay, I, these pants actually have a crease in them. But these pants over here, like, they get no crease. This is a flat front pant. It's just, yeah, I know. Anyway, so he's like, oh, okay. And I got sweaters, and then I got sport coats. And, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm a mess like that. And so I'm just wanting to make sure it's going to get done right. So over time, this dude and I, we get this relationship going. And I come in, he's like, I start to try to tell him. He's like, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Medium starch, no, no crease, and, uh, you know, this and that. I'm like, yeah, it's pretty good, you know. Awesome. So then I come in, and it's been for like the last number of months, maybe even over a year, where all I got to do is tell him my phone number. He's like, number again, 31422. And then I'm like, 17412. He's like, yeah, I'm out of here. You know, and I'm done. I'm on my way, and I've got no worries and no thoughts about it. Life is great. I, I mean, we've moved ahead in this thing. And then I walk in there one day about a month ago, and there's a lady. I'm like, mm. That guy back there, and she's like, no, he had another store now. And I'm like, oh, 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 you're kidding me. <laughs> All right, well, here we go again. <laughs> One shirt, two shirts, three shirts, medium starch, no crease. So, I mean, you know, it felt like a big step backwards. 
Felt like I gave up some things that we worked so hard to get. And then I walk in there last week to pick up my clothes. And she said, Mr. Heck? And I said, yeah, we're back, baby, you know. So (laughs) loving life, man. We work so hard to get ground and, 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 and take area in our lives and make steps of faith, you know, where it's like the things that were really troubling us before, they're not going to trouble us anymore. We've got authority over that now, and we move ahead in our lives, and that's exactly what happened in this story for Jonathan. He takes his armor bearer, they climb up the, mount, the side of this mountain, being inspired by God to just go see what he might do that day. There's a lesson in that, right? Let's just see what God might do to give us more land, to move us forward in our destiny, because I just know that we're not supposed to stay here stuck, and I know we're not supposed to stay here and be intimidated. I'm not exactly sure how it's going to work, but I know we're going to move forward. So let's go see what the Lord might do today. They climb the side of this cliff, and they slaughter 20 Philistines. They slaughter 20 Philistines. They win the victory, and they run like cowards after that. All the Philistines start retreating and taking off, going backwards. And listen to this in, in verse 23 of 1 Samuel 14. It says, so the Lord saved Israel that day. And the battle shifted. Whoa, there was a shift that happened. And when we make strides forward and we hit these breakthrough moments in our lives in these seasons and times, I'm telling you, there's a shift that happens. We take on new area and new territory that's a part of our destiny and our purpose in life. And the enemy moves back and we begin to occupy ground that once wasn't ours, that was being denied of us, but God had always intentioned for us to have. And then we begin to continue our pursuit and the forward movement and the forward progress of what he has ahead. We're going to march to the next place and we're going to do battle again. And we're going to win that victory. Are you with me? And we're going to keep on going. In those battles, those days, I can only imagine when the soldiers lifted their head, covered in blood, looking around, seeing that God had gave them the victory. Had to be those moments where it was like, this is the milestone. This is a breakthrough day. Today, things have shifted. Today, things have turned. But see, the thing about it is, We all see those times, and we've been through times like that, and we want those things to be happening, and God wants them to happen on a regular basis. But this is what the heart of what I want to get through to you today is, that when we see these times and these breakthrough situations, it didn't happen by accident. It didn't just all of a sudden fall in somebody's lap and somebody got lucky. That's one of the greatest myths about people that succeed and move forward in their life that you can ever imagine is that you just got lucky or that somehow they just had something different that nobody else had and that that's for them, but that's not for me. Couldn't be more further from the truth. And a lot of times people begin to accept that in their life. Like, you know what? This is just my lot in life. This is just kind of who I am. This is just the place where I'm going to stay. It's comfortable. It's cool. I'm good, you know. I mean, I feel like there's more ahead, but I think I've just kind of given up. You know, I think this is what I'm supposed to, this is just kind of where I'm going to be. And I'm not saying we're not content in what we have. We know the Bible says that. What I'm saying is God, it's, this walk is progressive. He wants to take us forward to do more things to fulfill our purpose. And so don't 
let yourself get caught in that situation where you ever think that, that somehow this is the end of the road or that this is, this is the space, this is the end of the line with, that God's going to have you occupy. There's a scripture I love in Isaiah chapter 28, a few verses, verses 23 through 29. I'm going to just read those quickly to you. It says, give ear and hear my voice. Listen and hear my speech. Does the plowman keep plowing all day to sow? Does he keep turning his soil and breaking the clods when he has leveled its surface? Does he not sow the cumin and scatter the cumin, plant the wheat in rows, the barley in appointed place and spelt in his place? For he instructs him in right judgment, his God teaches him. For the cumin is not threshed with a threshing sledge, nor is a cart wheel rolled over the cumin, but the cumin is beaten out with a stick and the cumin with a rod. Get this bread, flour must be ground, therefore he does not thresh it forever break it with his cartwheel or crush it with his horseman what is he saying he's saying listen listen there's a progression progressional thing going on here god does not want us to still be tilling ground in our lives whenever it's time to be reaping a harvest that we've been working for God wants to turn the page on things as we move forward and see us accomplish the purposes and the goals and the dreams that he has for us in our lives. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a dream realized is a tree of life. That's a proverb. God doesn't intend for our dreams and our goals and the desires of our heart to go deferred, to go unrealized. He means for us to move forward and accomplish things and hit milestones and breakthrough moments in our lives. Are you with me? And we hit those. We hit those big moments, those breakthrough times those springboard situations in our lives, not because we got lucky or something just happened. I'm not saying God doesn't intervene. He does at times, but I'm saying that those big battles, those big shifts and those victories, hallelujah, they happen because we've been winning daily victories all along. And that's where it's at. We, we win the big battles in our lives not necessarily by just showing up for game time on the big day, that's important, but we win by winning the victories along the way to actually get there and show up for the game. Does that make sense? Super Bowl teams, they play on a huge platform in the biggest game of the year, and it's all on the line, and everything is on display right there in those four quarters. But do you know that it's the other 364 days that led up to that day of what they've been doing and how they've been working and practicing and perfecting their plays and doing all these things every day when they could have been failing and could have been missing the mark, but they're hitting it and they're making strides forward and they're improving and getting better so that when they reach that day that they've already won the multitudes of daily victories to get there. And I'm a sports person, so I use an analogy like that. But let me just say how it is in your life. Every day that you wake up is assigned with purpose. It is assigned with specific kingdom business that God created you for. And as you go about your day, there will absolutely be threats from the enemy to derail you from what those things are that God has you on assignment for that day. 
And each day our assignments, all of us uniquely align with a purpose in the distance that God has for us. But if we don't win one day after another in the battles that we face, we'll never get there to see that. And so when we face these battles each day, as we move along, we got to understand that God, that the enemy is going to try to derail us. He's going to try to take us off course. There's, there's glaring things that come along, no doubt. Things like sin and temptation, opportunities for us to be discouraged and lose hope, to give up, to feel sorry for ourselves. All these different kinds of things that we can look at and really recognize. And we've got to overcome and we've got to know who we are in Christ and we've got to win those battles on those days. But it's also the subtle things that we have to be so mindful of. It's the things that aren't necessarily like glaring sin in our world or in our lives, but that ultimately are not advancing the kingdom of God through us. They're not moving us forward towards our destiny and our purpose that we have to be mindful of and begin to eliminate more and more in our lives as we move along. Paul says something very interesting in 1 Corinthians chapter 10. He's talking about, you know, eating certain kinds of food and drinking certain kinds of drink here. But I want to pay particular attention to verse 23. He says, listen, all things are lawful for me. What he's saying is, is that, you know, food, as long as I don't have a problem with the food, I mean, God gave us this food, it's, you know, it's lawful for me to eat it. It's lawful for me to do things. He says, all things are lawful for me. I mean, I'm not under the old law here, but not all things are helpful all things are lawful, but not all things edify. Whoa, not all things edify. And I mean to tell you that this is just like a deafening noise from God in my life on a daily basis. I'm, I understand that I got I to gotta do battle against temptations for sin and all that. But let me also tell you that there's a lot of things and habits and just stuff that I can fill my life up with that are not edifying to me and to the purpose that God has for me in my life. And it's important that I realize that if I'm going to hit those milestones, I'm going to hit those breakthrough moments, meaning I'm going to win victories on a daily basis. I'm going to have to fill my life with the things and the habits and the, and the efforts that are edifying me and strengthening me and building my purpose forward that God has created me for. Amen. And it's so important as us as we mature, we become mature believers, strong spiritual maturity in Christ to recognize this. That there are so many things that are going to pull at your hand and pull at your mind and your eyes and all the things. And it's really just a subtle attempt to fill your life from the enemy, I believe, with things that are not edifying and are ultimately just delaying those breakthrough moments and seasons and victories that God has got you on a course in in your life. Amen? Amen. Now, to close, listen. And this is like one of the greatest things. I just love this. Paul says, how, how do we do that? How do we day in and day out win victory after victory after victory? Do we 
master free will, self-control? Do we become mentally strong to be able to pursue and do anything? No. Ultimately, it's really in the discovery of your own weakness that you actually find the strength that it takes to do this. Amen. Paul said, when I am weak, therefore, then I am strong. He says, how, how do we labor? How do we do that? First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 10. He says, but by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace toward me was not in vain. But I labored more abundantly than the rest. Yet not I, but the grace of God that was with me. Let me paraphrase. Paul's saying, I am what I am by the grace of God. I am born again, destined for eternity with Jesus in heaven, a child of God, a new creation. I am what I am, a son, a daughter, by the grace of God. But I do what I do, the call, the purpose, the destiny on my life to win the victories and win the battles day in and day out that I've got to win to get there. I do what I do by the grace of God. There's an empowering grace that God gives us to live as his children, as his, as his sons and his daughters, to fulfill, to accomplish, to carry power and victory through the things that we will face on a daily basis on our way there. And I absolutely love that. I don't have to figure it out on my own. I've just got to stay connected to him. I've got to stay in faith. I've got to keep seeking and pursuing him above all things. It's about his will and not about mine. And as long as I am making that my chief pursuit and my chief aim in life, that there's going to be an empowering grace upon me to win battle after battle after battle after battle to get ultimately to the place where I've got to go, which is fulfilling my destiny, this side of heaven, so that I can hear, just like Paul said, well done, thy good and faithful servant. I want to hear it, do you? I want to hear it badly. And I want to do whatever I've got to do to make that happen. And I know that it's by God's empowering grace that I'm going to get, that I'm going to see those things happening in my life on a daily basis. Amen. Amen. And so listen, we have got to wake up every day with an expectation of victory. Oh, this is, we've got to wake up every day with an expectation of victory. You know how I do generous things for people or anybody would do generous things for people? It's because they're a generous person. They have a generous heart. And so when opportunities to be generous come along and present themselves, guess what they do? They behave generously because they're generous inside. You know how we, we, we win victories every day through that empowering grace? We, we recognize that we already have the victory. It's already there. We wake up every day with an expectation of victory because Christ already won the battle for us. It's irreversible. All we got to do is receive it by faith and watch it demonstrated in our lives on a daily basis. We've got to wake up every day knowing things are going to happen today that I can't control. Absolutely going to happen. Battles are going to come that I didn't necessarily see coming. And things are going to happen that I know are going to happen but are very difficult. 
but ultimately, I'm going to win today. God's going to win through me. I'm going to, there's going to be a victory in this day. And then tomorrow when I wake up, there's going to be a victory in that day. And then the next day, I expect victory. I expect God to show himself in my life. And for whatever attempts the enemy has to derail me from my purpose, to be put under his foot, not because there's anything special in me, but by the grace of God that works through me, that every knee shall bow. And I expect that every day when I wake up, day in and day out. And all of a sudden, we come to these places, and we come to these moments, and we come to these times where a shift in our life happens, a breakthrough. It's like we know it, we feel it, we just feel ourselves breaking through something that we're never going to look back to again. And we're moving forward ahead to what God has for us in the future. Hallelujah. Let's bring the team back up here today. Yeah.